welcome to the Storytellers Live podcast, where everyday people share real and personal stories. Some are profound and challenging, while others are more common and relatable, shared with honesty and humor. But all of these stories reveal what God can do in our lives when we trust Him with the details. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Kelly, from the Storytellers Live team. On each episode, a different woman shares her story, often in a live setting, with the bottom line being that God is good. We're so excited to be back for our spring season of Storytellers, and we will be launching new episodes for the next several months, and we're excited about that. But we're actually going to start this morning with a discussion with our Storytellers team. We have a ton of new listeners to the podcast. We're so glad that y'all have found us. And so some of you may think that that's all Storytellers is, is a podcast, but there's so much more behind this ministry and the vision. And so we're just going to kind of talk about Storytellers Live and how it got started and what our vision is and um, just much more. So we'll start off with Robin, who's going to give us a little history of storytellers. We call her the founder. She had the vision for this ministry and has just led our team so well. So Robin, just kind of give a background of Storytellers Live and how it started. Well, if y'all have been around for a while and listened to the podcast, about a year ago, we did a Storytellers, the Behind the Storytellers podcast that told our exact story of how we all came to be and how we're all here now. And so for those super details, you can go back and listen to that episode. But um, really, just a brief overview of Storytellers is that we are not just a podcast. So if you're listening and you're not in the city, we're not just a podcast. We are a group of women who gather on Friday mornings at my house in Birmingham and really It was an idea that I got in the fall of 2015 and then tried for 2016, did some various different storytelling events that weren't quite working. And so in the fall of 2017, God really just started to put our little team together and a few of us just decided to host it as a small group at my house. And so we were going to meet on Friday morning. A few weeks before, we put it on Facebook, and Kelly joined in and wanted to record. Sarah Beth was all in as our marketing extraordinaire. (laughs) And um, we were just going to do a little small group on Friday mornings at my house. And then very, very quickly, before the first one, that small group turned into a large group, and Storytellers as it is today was birthed. And so now we meet on Friday mornings in the fall and in the spring, and every week, just a different woman shares her story. How would you say that Storytellers has evolved since it first started? Since then, we've now launched in two other locations. And so these aren't just Friday morning gatherings for us, but there's a Sunday night monthly gathering in Auburn, and there's another Friday morning gathering in another part of Birmingham. And this winter, we had a team retreat at the lake. And so we sat down and really just kind of looked back at the at the past what, year and a half? Is that where we are? <laughs> the past year and a half of storytellers and what God's done and what we've learned. And so we really just regrouped. And I even brought out a big old whiteboard with dry erase markers. And it was very fancy and very formal. <laughs> but we did it. And um, we really just kind of regrouped and said, Lord, what are you doing here? And where are we headed? Let's just go around. I want to in- everyone to introduce themselves and kind of share what your role is on the team. I'm Sarah Beth, and um, I really don't even know what my role is, but I just love that I get to be a part of it. You're like a community liaison. Yes. 
I can speak into what Sarah Beth does. <laughs> and we laugh. She's our marketing voice. She's the person that is, all, she's our cheerleader. She's always talking about storytellers. People are always talking, yes, public relations. People are always talking to her about storytellers. So she's kind of our ear, really, in the community. Um, she's always bringing us the feedback and, um, she, and, and really is excellent at it. She doesn't even know, but that, that's her gift. That's what she does. I have fun doing it. <laughs> I'm Lindy. I'm in charge of comedy and food. I'm, <laughs> uh, I kept showing up at meetings until Robin had to say, do you want to be on our team? <laughs> um, <laughs> Robin approached me, uh, I guess the spring of 2018. No. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, to, to be a part of the team. And, um, I have a nonprofit background, so I like to think that I support them with processes. <laughs> I'm a jack of all trade master of nothing, but I really have a heart for these women personally. They're younger than I am. And so I, I do like to, um, pray for them and, and where they are in their seasons. I love it because it was last, it was about a year ago. She was speaking at, um, uh, a women's event and, I had not signed up for it, but I knew I was just supposed to go to this one little session. And it was the one session that she was speaking. And when she was sharing, I was like, oh, she's supposed to be a part of our team. And so I literally knew in that moment and I came back and I told our team that Lindy was supposed to be a part of our team. And she we not even asked her to share her story yet. So I did. I asked her that day to share her story. But I was like. After she shares her story, I knew that she was supposed to be a part of our team. So she didn't know. So she says she hung around the meetings until we asked her to stay. But we actually knew long before. We just didn't want to scare her. We didn't want to tell her what was coming her way. Um, but it did. After, after she shared, she did stick around and become one of the best parts of our team. She definitely brings the fun. She definitely brings the laughter, but she, but she certainly, and the wisdom that, yeah, she definitely walks us through all kinds of stuff as we navigate our budding teenage children. <laughs> I'm Amanda. And like Sarah Beth said, I don't really know what my role is either, but apparently they're not getting rid of me. So I just keep showing up to the meetings and keep showing up to our storytellers meeting on Friday and, um, the Lord just, he, I mean, he brought me here 100% and, um, I'll tell everyone what Amanda does. Uh, Amanda has this incredible gift of discernment and being able to call out the gifts in people. And then she speaks words of life to them. And so having her on the team, um, just helps, keep our our team and our ministry on track um we feel like she just is encouraging to everyone and then when we all gather together on friday mornings she just is always aware just almost hyper alert um the holy spirit just makes her sensitive to the needs in the room and maybe someone who needs to have a word of encouragement spoken to them and so um she has just been a gift to our team and we're so thankful to have you on there amanda my name is Dawn, and I am the graphic designer. And really, I sit in those rooms where we're dreaming and before Sarah Beth and Amanda um, pull us back to <laughs> Earth, I'm already creating on my computer what's going on in their heads. And so um, I think a lot of my role is to bring things to fruition that are um, the, the dreams and the vision casting that's going on. Just 
making that tangible so that we can move forward with our visions. I mean, Dawn is one of the most creative people I've ever met, and she is so gifted in in branding and graphic design and, and everything that comes under that umbrella. But also, she is just a treasure in how she loves people and how she is... Um, aware of others and what they need and also also a calling for this ministry and and really having a heart for women um, exactly where they are but honey she can she can whip you up a flyer and do a website <laughs> like no other it is amazing and and her heart is is so so big and I'm Kelly and I am the voice of the podcast, <laughs> the podcast host. And uh, my mom jokes that I'm finally using my major uh, because my degree was in radio, television and film. And uh, and so she's so proud that all her money went to good, good use. So Kelly is a beast. That's my <laughs> that's my what she does, everything that I couldn't even dream of doing. Um, and without her, honestly, you guys would not be listening right now. It would be the people that could show up on a Friday morning and um, and then that would be it. So she is, in my opinion, a world changer and um, a huge difference maker. And she has such a heart for the big number, but also for the one. Um, she loves women, has a deep passion for women. She's kind to everybody. She loves everybody. And she's a gift to me and really a gift to you, too, because you get to listen to this right now. <laughs> Um, and I just kind of want to speak to the team as a whole because I laugh that Amanda and Sarah Beth are the two that don't know their roles because Kelly and Lindy and Dawn and I are the dreamers and we have bigger picture and we like to look at where we're going and the new cities and podcast ideas and Amanda and Sarah Beth keep us grounded. They are always the ones in the room that are like, hey, hey, what is the Lord saying? This is great that your ideas are just flowing, but what does the Lord say about this? And we're always like, oh, right, we forgot to ask. (laughs) Um, And that, I just think it's funny that those are the two that don't know their role because um, they most definitely hear from the Lord regularly and and they are very much community driven. They love the women in the room and they also keep us focused there where sometimes I think we can stray big picture and and lose focus of right where we are. Um, Those two in particular keep us very, very grounded in in loving the women that are in the room right in front of us. Well, now I want to get back and just um, say about Robin, just that she has great leadership skills. And the thing about our team, I think that's unique is that so many of us are kind of visionaries and big idea thinkers and, and maybe even like a little bit type A and we like to get things done. And, and and (laughs) Lindy says, not me. So that only works um, in a group if you have someone who can step forward and 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 lead the team and facilitate those decisions and um, just like at the retreat how she she guided our discussion and helped us brainstorm and helped us um, hone in on what our our mission and our values are and uh, it takes a great leader to do that and to do that well and so Robin you've just really done a great job of taking our team and helping us grow and bond and um, and bring storytellers to what it is now so what would you say is the mission of storytellers live really 
our goal is just for women to sit and share their stories so that other people can know that they are loved by the Lord, not just women, men too, that they are loved by the Lord and that he sees us and that he knows us. And as women share their stories, that other people don't feel so alone and what they're going through. When we were at the lake, we really focused on what God has done and what our true mission is and what we have seen happen and what um, we feel like God is doing. So we rewrote our mission statement that just says, Storytellers Live builds community by gathering women to share personal stories of God's transforming love. We're really about building community and just being real and personal and authentic and vulnerable. I think the way that we really build community through storytellers is by just the women coming through the doors. And um, a lot of times what we see is after someone shares their stories is the mingling afterwards. A lot of women are connecting and having those Me Too moments and even going to lunch afterwards. And we're seeing a lot of connection in the communities that way. I think some of the ways that the ladies are able to connect is sometimes by the topic of the story. So we have ladies that come because they get a little headline of what the story, you know, on social media, a little headline of what the story is going to be about. And these women just come because maybe they've dealt with a husband that's dealt with addiction or um, maybe they've lost a loved one and they relate to the story of the lady that's sharing that that day. So that's a cool way that they connect. And, you know, they've even um, started groups outside of storytellers. And what we've also found is just that even if women haven't gone through that same experience, everyone seems to walk away having found something to relate to, something that stood out to them, something that resonated with them. And so it's been neat to get that feedback and just hear how no matter what the story is and no matter whether someone's actually gone through the same experience or not, everyone is being affected and God is just really working in the heart of every woman who walks in the door, every woman who listens. I agree with that. It really builds empathy for the community. Sarah Beth, you get so much great feedback from people in our community about what Storytellers has done in their lives and how it's affected them. How have you seen God work through this ministry? Um, And what are some of the things that you've heard from friends who've attended or listened? Well, I don't think the podcast is long enough for me to go through um, and say specifically all that God has done um, because it has been truly remarkable. And um, I think because people do identify me with kind of storytellers being the first storyteller, I get people come up to me all the time in the grocery store or even out to dinner recently with just Clay, um, a sweet friend who our stories are completely different, but she has walked through something hard and we had connected several times at lunch and coffee. And um, I think that is one of the ways we've talked about groups being formed, but then just kind of one-on-one like it was mentioned earlier, our stories may not be the same, but because of the connection from hearing what God has done and how he got me through some of the things I've walked through, they want to connect. And um, I've just loved that because friendships really have been made. And there are groups. um, There is a widow group and there is a group of moms whose children that have physical disabilities that travel long distances for doctor's appointments. I know they meet and um, kind of love on and encourage and cheer on each other as they walk through what they're walking through with their children. Um, We've seen marriages being changed and just um, communication opened up. I know several, I mean, when you attend and you hear these wonderful stories, you go home and you share it with your husband. And um, I know that there are husbands, too, that listen with their wives, just all kinds of feedback. Um, 
I also want to add just from getting feedback from the storytellers themselves, it may be their first time to really open up and share publicly something that they've held quote quiet as like a secret and um, just such freedom in finally getting over the fear of really telling parts of their story they've never shared before. Okay, so one question that we get quite often is how do we choose our storytellers? A lot of times the storytellers come to us through word of mouth of the people that have either, either told their stories or people that have been in the room and they say, I know this person who has a great story. Um, and sometimes we also sit around a room and pray together and just see what the Lord brings to us. But every time without fail, God brings the right person at the right time to share their story. There have definitely been times that um, it's the week of storytellers and we don't have someone yet. And we know that God has somebody out there and we have straight up cold called (laughs) when we felt like there was somebody that was supposed to share. Um, It was a Tuesday and storytellers was on Friday and I called her and said, you don't know me. And I do this thing called storytellers that you probably don't even know what it is. Would you be willing to share your story this Friday? Uh, um, And that is no joke. And she said, no, thank you very much. (laughs) But she called me back a few hours later and said, yes, God told me to do this. And um, so definitely God works in crazy ways. Sometimes it's not always down to the wire and we are very thankful that it's not. But there are times that it really, he just brings us the right people. And one way we do not get names is when you walk in the door to Storytellers and there's a sign up sheet. (laughs) It's an email sign up sheet. So for a long time, no one would sign up for their email list or the email list because they thought that they were signing up to tell their story. And we have not had one person say that they regretted sharing their story. I mean, not one person has come back and said, you know, I wish I hadn't done that. Uh, So God always works. He always shows up and uses um, the storyteller when you step out in obedience. Kelly, when you were sharing that, it just made me think of this verse um, in Lamentations where it says, yet this I call to mind and therefore I have hope and how good it is to remember and how we have seen that from the storytellers as they prepare and they go back and put their stories together of just how good God's love is for them. Really, the heart of storytellers to me personally is for women and just really anyone to feel fully known and loved by the Father. Um, Just releasing all that's um, stuffed down in their hearts and just letting go of all that. It really just creates so much healing. It did for me. And that is really why I have just a huge heart for storytelling. We're living in a high achieving, high performing culture in general, but then also just our little bubble here. Um, Storytellers has allowed women just to take off their mask and to say, here's what I've struggled with, or here is what I've experienced. And here is how God redeemed it, just exactly what Dawn was saying. Um, And it does give hope and it does give other women the chance to say me too. Um, And then Sarah Beth talking about some of the other groups and support um, groups that have, have spawned off of this. It's just amazing to see God's God's blessing on it. And I think um, we may have mentioned this already, but just the, um, the shame that people can feel about something that they keep hidden. And when someone shares a story on that very topic, not only is it freeing for the storyteller, but how freeing it is for the women who are listening that have dealt with that just to be able to identify. And I mean, so many, every story, 
every story hits somebody. And and I love the not serious stories, so the the non tragic, the funny, the lighthearted, because we all walk through stuff, you know, even the funniest stories that we've had that have us laughing so hard we're crying are real things people walk through that women identify with. And if there's any shame in what they're feeling through that circumstance, whether it's lighthearted or tragic, um, women just walk away knowing they're not alone and they're not the only ones feeling this and just makes me like, (laughs) I don't know, I just want to jump up and down and cheer. It makes me so happy. Almost every single storyteller starts off by saying, this isn't my cup of tea. This isn't my comfort zone. I don't like to speak in front of people. Uh, That's everybody's story. And I think that's um, very common. And it does not mean just because you're nervous or scared out of your wits that God has not called you to share. Um, Every single person on this team has actually shared their story. And we've all realized how much we've learned in the process of preparing and, um, and then actually when we're speaking. So does anybody want to share some of the things that God has shown them through sharing their story or preparing or even after. It's funny that you asked that. I was thinking last night and kind of praying over this next semester and I was, I think, loading the dishwasher. And I did not listen to the first time I shared my story on the podcast for like a year. I don't really know why. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to hear. I I just didn't care to listen. Um, But when I finally did, um, it was so humbling to me that the prayer and the preparation and just relying on the Lord to put the story together. When I listened, I could just hear how he showed up in me and how he formed my words and how he put the story together. And there were things that I had prepared to say that of course didn't make it in the story, but I just left that hour as, um, I had prayed just kind of up to him and I was blown away at what the Lord had done through just simple old me. This goes back to what Sarah Beth said earlier, but just the freedom in sharing your story, no matter what it is. And because mine had to do with health issues with my boobs, um, (laughs) it was very freeing to talk about my breast. Um, But uh, but it was just the opportunity to be real. And then the number of people that come up to you just in the random places and say, I listened to your story and here's what I took away from it. It was such an encouragement um, and and just affirmation of of just having the boldness to to tell your story and to to be able to say, here's what God did during that period. And I love hearing when other women have have just something that they took from it. Um, that that brought them encouragement or allowed them to move closer to the father. Um, well, I got the privilege of sharing my story with my husband, which was really fun. We did a couple's night over the summer. It was just kind of a an event we wanted to do and just wanted to see how it turned out. Well, turns out <laughs> men really wanted to come too because we probably had over 150 people show up and it was supposed to be outside, but... Uh, it was pouring rain that day and we all crammed in Robin's house and it was, it was just a special time. But, um, for me and my husband, we actually had never, ever shared our story publicly. And, um, I think for both of us, it was just, you know, even like Lindy said, it was the freedom that came with sharing our story and even some of the shame that maybe was, um, that we were holding on to that we didn't even realize we were holding on to. Woo. 
almost got emotional just then. Um, just started to melt away. And, um, and I just think since then, it's just kind of made us more just free as people. So it just wasn't that night where we thought, oh, great. Now we, you know, we've kind of let some of that go. But I feel like we're even walking even more in freedom since having shared our story. And I think it's made us better as a couple and um, for our children and all of that. So for us, it was really special. And that was Amanda. Amanda and CJ shared back in the summer. So you can go back and find that episode. I think something else really cool that we've seen from women who actually share their stories is the feedback that they get. Um, it This was never our intention, but it's really given all of these women a platform. They're there has not been one storyteller where someone has not reached out and said, oh, my word, I have struggled with that. I didn't have anybody to talk to. Or can you help me understand this? Especially our stories on addiction. Those in particular have gotten fantastic feedback. Um, the They get phone calls. The storytellers get phone calls regularly from people who are struggling with that. And like Sarah Beth said, with widows, she gets a phone call anytime a woman loses her husband unexpectedly and has a place to put them. And it's really just given a platform to all of the storytellers, no matter what they're talking about. They always get someone calling, wanting to talk to them. And that's kind of one of the fun parts of what we get to do is prep the storyteller for afterwards to say, hey, just guess what? It doesn't end here. Like you sharing your story doesn't end here. This is the fun part. You get the feedback and you get the phone calls and you get to help walk other people through something you've experienced. And that's just been a really cool part of what we've seen God do that I think was really unexpected. A question that we've gotten from several women is how do I know what my story is? And and one thing I guess we should point out, we always talk about story, like S-T-O-R-Y, but we really all have stories or storylines. So I remember when I was going to share, I mean, I had several different things I could share about. I could share about, you know, anxiety. I could share about perfectionism. I could share about, um, I mean, a, a variety of things. And so sometimes if you feel stirred to share your story, it's a matter of just asking God what it is specifically that he wants you to share. And, um, and God's always, always writing. He might finish one story and, and start another. And there's always new things that we're walking through. And there's always ways that God shows his love and redemption in our lives that never ends. If you are listening and you don't live anywhere near Birmingham or some of our other cities where Storytellers is launching, you might be interested in starting your own Storytellers group so that it will build community in your own city or town. And so, Robin, if someone is interested in starting Storytellers in their community, what would you say to them? What are the steps to do that? Right now, you just email us at storytellersbham at gmail.com. So that's storytellersbham, B-H-A-M at gmail.com. And then we have been working very hard on getting some materials um, to get back to you on just what Storytellers is about, the requirements. You know, it's not just leading a semester small group, but it is an investment in your community. And then just to kind of get to know you questionnaire and we'll go back and forth on that. So the first step is to email us or you can reach out on social media. We do check our try to check our social media regularly. And we do have some of you that have reached out that way too. And that's, that works. We get it. Robin, Lindy and I have all been working on our launch guidelines, which is really going to make it a lot 
easier and seamless as we move into different cities. Uh, we've you know had a, a few cities that have launched recently, and we've been just working through those steps very intentionally and really keeping a log of all the separate s- steps that we take in order to make it easy for your community. So it's been real fun. We've got all of our logos. We've got all of our branding set up. So really, once you become under us, we have steps for you to make that really easy and seamless. The only thing I would add on launching storytellers in your city is just um, an encouragement to pray um, that it really is a calling. Um, as Robin said, it's not just a semester small group, but it's really feeling called to this ministry in your area. We continue to see community being built and, um, you know, just women getting to know each other on a deeper level. So if you have storytellers in your area, how do you attend one of the events? How do you find out about the details? Do you have to RSVP? What what do you do to attend a storytellers event? Well, first of all, I would just say we just want you to show up. You do not have to RSVP. Um, There is this thing called social media. It's not my thing. I am not on any kind of social media. Wouldn't even know. I barely know how to turn on my computer or whatever. So... um, I think, right, Dawn, they just go on the website or like Facebook, storytellerslive.org, and you have the times, locations, and we just want you to show up. Yeah, I mean, you, you, the thing that we love and that we took into consideration is we wanted this to just be easy. And our Friday morning gatherings, you can go run and come in sweaty. It's come as you are. It is running clothes, scrubs. If you're a professional and you take your lunch break, which some have, um, and that's the time that they come and they are in suits, that's great too. We are just, um, you just get to show up and there is no prep involved. There's no Bible study. You just get to come. You don't bring a Bible. You just really show up. And the neat thing in the feedback we've heard is people just love that because when they leave, they are different than when they came just because the story is just encouraging and um, uplifting. And then they get to see friends and connect. And we've all agreed that Bible studies are so important and there's a place for that. But we think what people love about Storytellers Live is that they can just show up. And there's something about hearing other people's stories that is so powerful. And also, if you have friends or neighbors who are curious um, about the Christian faith, but they don't necessarily want to show up to church, maybe they're intimidated by it and they don't want to go to a Bible study, Storytellers a local gathering is just the perfect way to bring them in and let them hear someone's testimony, someone's story of God's faithfulness. And it's it's been neat to see people become really curious about who Jesus is and how he works in each of our lives personally. So we are not affiliated with any particular church. Um, We are just a community-based ministry, and we actually took the steps to become a 501c3. Um, So what does that mean for storytellers? What that means is you can make a donation to Storytellers to help further our mission that is tax deductible. Um, The cost of running this ministry, whether it's operating the website or all the podcast equipment, um, the branding and and marketing materials that we provide, um, being a 501c3 just allows us to take in donations um, to operate the ministry. So as we wrap up, do you all have any last thoughts you want to share? Anything you want people to know about storytellers or I'm going to jump in this is Sarah Beth um, too and just say 
she shared Robin shared earlier how she had this vision and in 2015 she tried it and so I just want to commend her for not giving up and fear could have stopped her and I know those first couple of meetings um, they look very different than what we have today but she didn't stop and um, I know that I just want to speak to women out there that if you are thinking about starting storytellers or have um, God's laid it on your heart don't let fear stop you. And um, we could never have imagined him putting the team together when Robin and I were just simply playing on our couch after a grocery store run in that God would do what he's done. And so um, I just want to say Robin um, gave it a shot and it didn't go and she kept on and here we are. And so I just want to speak to women out there. Um, He can do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or imagine. So don't let fear stop you. I'll just say, I mean, I think that we're just so thankful for y'all. We, (laughs) what started as a idea of a small group gathering it's just overwhelming where we are now. And we're so thankful that you listen. We're thankful that you share with your friends. We're thankful that you tag us on social media when somebody asks for a good podcast to listen to, because we see those things and it gets us really excited. Um, so we're just so thankful that y'all listen. And we're so thankful for what God does. Um, and we love to hear your stories. I think that we would love to hear from all of you. Of what God has done when you've listened to story X, Y, or Z, whether it was Dawn or Lindy or Rachel or Dana or the stories of the past. Um, If God does something really cool through listening to those, we would love for you to reach out and tell us. It's just such a faith builder and reminds us of why we do what we do. and, And we love it. I want to talk to the person that's listening that... Maybe they're just going through something hard or you feel lonely or your your heart is broken and maybe you think your story, even at the moment, just stinks and um, you feel like there's no redemption for you. I just want to tell you that there is, that God is, he's still in your story. And even if you feel like he's not at the moment, um, he has created you for not to be ordinary, but to be extraordinary and um his love for you is great. He's passionate about you. He thinks about you. You're on his mind constantly. And, um, you know, we just ask that if you can't show up to a storytellers meeting on Friday in one of our locations that, uh, you keep listening and maybe you meet with a friend and you start sharing your story and what you're going through. And we can promise you that God is going to show up in your life. He's going to do something powerful you will be transformed. We hope that just this brief time with the team has just given you a little insight into um, our heart for storytellers, for all of you, all of our listeners. And we just hope that you'll continue joining us.